Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It is Wednesday, the 4th of November, the year of our Lord 2020. We're live on Capitol Hill. And let me tell you, unless this audience, and now this audience, I think we had 50,000 in the live stream. We're growing every second, had over 100,000 last night. It was amazing. Plus all the distribution platforms, John Fredericks, uh, Real America Voice, uh, Newsmax TV, all of it, G News, G, G TV in, in Mandarin, and also in every other platform in the known universe, and a podcast with 17 million downloads. If we don't man up today, people saying, what's the message? Here's the message. He won. And we're going to do everything in God's green earth to hold that victory. Or get your book out. Get your number two pencil out and write this down. Wednesday, the 4th of November, the year of 2020, year of our Lord 2020, is a day that will live in infamy. A day that will live in infamy. Because before our eyes, this republic that has been bequeathed to us is being stolen. Okay? This is all about human action and human agency. Yes, you can pray. You know, God wills it. It's all God's plan. I got all that. But God works through human instruments, human agency. It is incumbent upon us today to take dramatic and bold action that's got to stop at, start at the top. The people around him that are nervous, the people around him that don't want to, you know, uh, upset the media. Everything Chris Christie said on TV last night, that's the exact advice you get. Just forget that. You hear that, do the exact opposite. Because you do that, Right? You're going to lose Georgia and North Carolina and Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin and Nevada and Arizona. Okay? This is the uh, this is the deciding moment now. This is the inflection point. What did Burr say afterwards in the uh, duel? The reason Hamilton was dead? When it came to that split second, Hamilton's hand shook and mine didn't. Right? So whose hand's going to shake today? I saw the war dance. Got, we got a good war dance. Don't need a war dance. Need a war party. I want to bring in Richard Barris now. We got Alexander Priot for this segment. Uh, Richard, take us through Pennsylvania. You got you got Hallie. What did Hallie just tweet out, Alexandra? She interviewed the Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania. No, no, Patrick Hallie. What did he just tweet out? Oh, Patrick Hallie. Um, Speaking to the mic. Pennsylvania Secretary of State confirms that ballots not postmarked but received. By November sixth at five p.m. will be counted. Okay, so that's fine. that's two days from now. Fine, right? November sixth. Let's just get let, flood it then. You're saying okay, fine. fine. You're saying you're, if you're just going to have no rules, let's yeah. just have if, no if, rules. If the Republicans in Pennsylvania want to play the same rules as the Democrats are playing right now, flood it. Go print your ballots. Go send them in. Not postmark. Who cares? Flood it. Well, the problem is if it doesn't like, matter, it doesn't matter. Well, it, I like that. It does matter. What is it? And, that, why does it matter? 
Well, I mean, listen, we cannot just decide we're not going to follow the rules because we know that they won't follow the rules. We are coming to a crisis here, and it is either going to be be solved in a recount or solved in in a rational way of looking at this. We've had decades to do this, though. We've never been in these cities counting this is okay. every you're, time you're, you're playing you're playing by the marquee of queensbury's rules in an right. era of not the marquee of queensbury jack dorsey just pulled down the chief magistrate of the united states the commander-in-chief of the free world he pulled it down came and speak to his people we, we don't need the rules are out the door no, but we don't if we're going to sit here and play by the marquee of queensbury's rules you're going to get rolled you're going to get rolled and you're going to have two new states you're going to have 100 guys in the House of Representatives. You're going to have 15 judges on the Supreme Court. And you're going to have no filibuster. But, hey, we're playing by the rules. And you're going to have 30 uh, we, million new citizens. You're going to have 30 million new citizens. No. Ty, that's not going to work. And I love you, Jack, but it's not going to work. I don't think we it's have It's not going to go. work. It's not going to work because they're playing smash mouth. And they don't play. They just dumped 138,000 votes in the middle of the night. Right? Right after the president talked, 138,000. And a guy got 135,000. Mathematically impossible. Just impossible. I don't care what precinct you go to, right? Precinct, they're all Biden family members. Okay, you can push back in the next section. I respect you. I know you're the conscious of the war room. Wait, can I just j- No fighting in. in the war room. Let me just say this yeah. to you. We don't have to play outside the rules because we won Pennsylvania and we can win this. All we need to do is get about, literally, I'm not joking, 500 people. I want them to go to each of the 67 counties. I want to see every single name. I want to see every single ballot. I want to know how many people showed up. I want to know the write-ins. I want to know the absentees. Okay, you're missing fine. the point. Yeah. They're saying that they're going to count Un- I know that. Think ballots until November the sixth. No, no, listen. Yeah. So we're you can count what they've already okay, counted. Hang, they're about to hang, flood hang, it. Hang on for a second. Time out. Let's go to let's go to let's get Barris in here and get some math, and we'll talk about the math. Okay, Richard, talk to us about Pennsylvania. They're changing the rules on us as we go, right? I kind of like Raheem Singh. Let's go get a dump truck and back up. Let's, yeah. d- let's get our own pallets. You want right? to be a banana republic? Let's be a banana republic. Uh, that's what I'm saying. No, we, can, we should go to court. We can go. We can fight this. Okay. Okay. okay fine. Let's. We can ri- fight this right now. Richard, what do, what do you t- tell us? Where we stand in Pennsylvania? Right. So they're they're going to try to get um, with the southeast and with some of the later vote by mails. They're going to try to get within two hundred and fifty thousand in striking distance because. Like I said before, we don't have precinct-level data. I totally agree with Bill. Without a granular data argument, then any any effort by the Trump campaign really wouldn't make sense, wouldn't work. But what I'm seeing is they're going to try to get closer with the southeast and some of the – around the other country, maybe Allegheny, where they have a little bit left outstanding. And then that 250-plus out in in, uh, Philadelphia right here, that's where they're going to try to put them over the top. And I'm not surprised to hear what you just said. Because looking around the map, they need a little bit more. So a couple of more days couldn't hurt their cause, you know, to chip at, chip away at it a little bit more. You know, just to give everybody an idea, Hillary Clinton came out of there with about 500 and change. So that leaves them, you know, let's say he gets 200,000 more. That closes it by only 200K, Steve. And they need a little bit more in Montgomery. They need a little bit more in Allegheny. So six more days to count or whatever it is that you just said. Um that's that's going to help them. Pennsylvania is the hardest one to do this to because Trump won some of these other areas, you know, so much more than than anticipated. Well, and he had a so six hundred thousand. He had a six hundred thousand vote lead, right? A six hundred at one point, yeah. eight hundred thousand vote lead. Jack, you're looking very yes. pensive. 
Yeah. Well, you know, look, I'd like to go back and look at where how we got here. For example, as we watch Lindsey Graham do his little dance down in South Carolina, let's remember that punk could have put Amy Comey Barrett in the hot seat on day one. His delay gave us that 4-4 decision in Pennsylvania that will allow all these ballots to be counted out of Finitum forever. So once again, our leadership messes up. But number two, let's remember something. As we all get hot here, and, and this is dangerous territory, our Constitution gives us lots of avenues. And what I would like to do is make sure that we use the courts first. And I think it behooves every judge to uh, rec- remember their oaths. I think it behooves every police officer, everybody in this country, remember their oaths. We're watching the First Amendment be suppressed. We have Joe Biden guaranteeing he's going to come take our guns if he is elected, which I hope to God he is not. There's a lot of danger out there right now. And I think it would be very wise for people to start speaking calmly and I think it would be very wise for our courts to do their jobs and not abdicate in this situation because we are on a hair trigger as a country right now. Okay, let me just like, – can I talk about Pennsylvania here? Yeah. Okay, number one, there was a court case in federal court, Judge Savage this morning at 9 a.m. My, my sister is the plaintiff. Um, they have a good chance of winning it. It's about curing ballots. What, what the RNC and the White House and the campaign needs to do is – Literally, in the 67 counties, we need 20 people to go through okay, every okay, I, single I, I ballot. Love, I love that. How's that? And you know Pennsylvania. Is that happening right now? Because at 5 o'clock... Let, let me tell you something. Up. I can tell you about Montgomery County. They were in court this morning, yeah. fighting over 10,000 so votes. Where, where are the rest of them? Well, that's that's what I said to you before on the break. Where's our James Baker? I know, but... You, Where's our James that, Baker? Okay, stop. That's a strategy thing at the top level. This is a Pennsylvania thing. What is happening in Pennsylvania right now? Was Dave Urban... What is going on in Pennsylvania to make that happen? That's a plan. Is that being executed right now? That, it, you don't need the White House and you don't need James Baker at that level to do it at an operational level. That must be done. Is it being done? It's being no? done in Montgomery County. Okay, okay They've already been in federal court this morning, fine. 9 o'clock, by the way. But who the runs, case okay. was, was set okay. days ago. Fine. That's fine. But who is, runs Pennsylvania that can get this done for, for everybody? That decision will have to be made by the White House, by the campaign. They don't. They don't have a. Uh, the guy runs Pennsylvania. Says I need. He's an election lawyer. He's why, very why, smart. Why is that a White House decision? White House doesn't need to make that decision. You just go. That's a Pennsylvania decision. Why is it not being done? Um, if you, if uh, the answer to that it's just not being done because it's not being done is a fine answer. That's okay. Well, answer. I think. Look, this is a bit of that. We are Florida, 2020. Okay. The reason why De- DeSantis won in 2000 this time so big is because they knew how to protect the integrity of the ballot, okay? This is the first time in Pennsylvania they've been playing this up since 2019, okay? okay? H- hang on, hang on, because we got it's a lot to get to. It's very simple. Everybody's been talking about Pennsylvania is the key to this election. Now we're here on the morning after, and guess what? On, the, on, on Bannon's war room at the top, Pat the Victory, is uh, uh, just a random name, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. They have to have Pennsylvania. Yeah. Barris just talked to you, hey, it was, I had 8,000 votes. So... We've known this is coming for a long time. Who in Pennsylvania right now is making the decision? They don't need the White House to sign okay. off on this. Who's actually, your sister's got it in Montgomery County. Who are the rest that are doing it right now? If, if you're telling me nobody, that's fine. It also means that the five, I would all stay tuned for uh, Biden's 5 o'clock. Uh, yep. You know, I would clear your schedule for Biden's 5 o'clock uh, p.m. Yep. thing. If, if the case is it's just your sister and nobody else, 
Joe, people better tune in to Joe Biden's press conference because that's where he's going to announce he's president, president-elect of the United States. I, I'm just saying. Pennsylvania <clears throat> we, has now tightened to 40,000 yes. votes with Sorry. only 78% reporting. This this is a theft. There's no <laughs> question, but I want people to pause Sweet and look, think wait, of next hang, steps. Hang, so, Richard, I'm going to bring you in. How, how did that happen? How do we go from 800,000? Just walk the audience yeah. through the math. How did we go from 800,000 <clears> votes to 600,000 that it was impenetrable, it couldn't happen. The math was they were going to come at 750 out of the absentee ballots. 2.5 million were going to vote yesterday, 1.5 million for the, the Democrats. That gave us a minimum of a 225 to 250,000 victory, a margin, you know, 5x what it was in 16. How are we down now uh, with all these absentee ballots to go? And, and by the way, they stopped counting last night just so they get hit the refresh button, right? Get that, get that printing shot. I don't think the printing machines work enough. How did we get to the fact that we're at 40,000 right now? Yeah, I didn't. I'll tell you, we, we still have a pretty big margin for Trump on our end. I don't, I don't know where that came from, but I, I can tell you that's it's, going it's, to happen. It's coming hey, from hey, the hey, New York Times point. updated one minute ago. Donald Trump has 3,025,000 okay, yeah. votes to 2,491,000 votes. So how did we get there? I. How did, oh, wait, say that again, because you're looking at, maybe I misheard you. That's a thought. We, I'm looking at a 500,000 vote margin. Is that what you're looking at right now, or did I, did I mishear what you, you said? Just said 40, it's saying a president sure. updated two minutes ago, New York Times, the president has 3,025,570 votes to Joe Biden's 2,491,390 votes. Okay, we got a little bit different. We're looking at, uh, and that's still a healthy 500,000 margin, but it's not 40,000, it's 500,000. Okay, yeah, Yale, right. you know, do you got yeah, exactly. That's it's a so Yale degree right there. Paul, Yale degree poet. Do you got to carry, carry, I always tell him, carry the one. Yeah, that's a four, not a nine. God. <laughs> Dude. My bad, but, uh, my bad. Priyat, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but literally I had a life-changing gotta, moment. It's down to 40,000. Oh, my God. Got to clean these glasses. But what I'm saying is, that's going to happen, though, Steve, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So really, okay. uh, you know, I hate to... Hey, we got, we got under, under, under a minute. Yeah. Just make, you got 30 we seconds. We have a fabulous party in the state of Pennsylvania. I'm sure they're regrouping right now. Sounds Listen, like it. No, no, we do. We do. The... the um, and I think that's who's going to have to step up. We don't have any time to waste. Can they step up like in the next 30 minutes? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Okay. Perfect. No, We're going to have you back in a later up. show. Let's... Okay. Um, uh, Fox City Midge is going to uh, join us. We're going to take a short commercial break. Richard Barris is going to stay with us. We're going to work through the math. Ladies and gentlemen, before your very eyes, it's not a magic show. It's a day that will live in infamy if we allow this to happen. Your vote, the will of the American people, is being stolen right in front of you in broad daylight. Be back at the war room in a minute. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Arrest him. For what? He's dangerous. He's a spy. Father, that man's bad. There's no law against that. There is God's law. Then God can arrest him. While you talk, he's gone. And go he should if he were the devil himself until he broke the law. So, now you'd give the devil benefit of law. Yes, what would you do? Cut a great road through the law to get after the devil? Yes. I'd cut down every law in England to do that. Oh? 
And when the last law was down and the devil turned round on you, where would you hide, Roper, the laws all being flat? This country is planted thick with laws from coast to coast, man's laws, not God's. And if you cut them down and you're just a man to do it, do you really think you could stand upright in the winds that would blow then? Yes. I give the devil benefit of law for my own safety's sake. Man for all seasons. You like that? Hat tip to Jack Maxey. Cut down every law and what happens when the devil turns on you. Okay, that's the dilemma we got today, ladies and gentlemen. Well, l- let's remember the peasantry of England did not have the Second Amendment, and that's my warning to the country. Okay, everything's on the line today, a day that will live in infamy if we allow it to live in infamy. Fox City Midge now joins us. She's thought out from last night. I want to bring in Richard Barris. Barris, you're the smartest guy around. Tell our audience right now your best guesstimate with how many ballots outstanding in this uh, in the um, in the uh, mail-in ballot fiasco can they can they possibly take Pennsylvania? Because if they can take Pennsylvania, the rest of it is just an academic exercise, right? The rest of it academic yeah. exercise because yeah, the, well, that, he's yeah. got to win two of four: Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, Michigan. Michigan, when you get down there, probably gone, right? At least we get into a recount. Um, you got to win Pennsylvania. Don't win Pennsylvania. You 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 better stay tuned for the five p.m. Um, uh, press conference today. So how do you how do you stop from losing Pennsylvania right now? He he's got to have his people in there right now. I I would have tried at this point. You know he took the exact opposite approach. I mean I would have basically said you know went the Gore loser route. At this point he's gonna they're gonna turn him into the Gore loser. So there are enough votes out there. There are enough votes on the voter rolls. Pennsylvania, uh, as of last night in Philadelphia, they were telling us there's about 250,000 more. But that was the case the other, uh, in Wisconsin. It was supposed to be about 100, maybe a buck 30. And in the end, it, was, it, it, was, it exceeded that. So this is the situation. This is what we're dealing with. So uh, they're going to use down here, Chester, you see, widened out a little bit, and that is no surprise. I was surprised Donald Trump was even leading there before the early vote. Uh, Montgomery still has some to come in. They're going to use these suburbs. I'm curious to see what Bucks does, because that actually is 75 in now. Trump has an eight-point lead. There's about 100,000 change out left in Bucks. They're going to use these counties to bring it within striking distance. He's got a 500,000-vote lead right now, and they have the 250 the two, you know, if they need to get 280, I'm sure they'll do it. Uh, they have it. Maybe Trump gets a couple thousand out of there, and that's it. So they're going to try to get this number within striking distance, guys. 250 is the magic number. And there is some in Allegheny, but he's performing very strongly, uh, even with the 30% left. If he stays at around 38, 40%, that, that's 2016 margins. The real problem for the president is that these ballots that are being dumped they exceed turnout in the rest of the state. So they didn't, Steve, what I'm saying is, what's suspect to me is that they had weeks to get these voters to the polls. Yeah. They didn't get them to the polls. And now we're supposed to believe that these counties just radically increased their turnout rate overnight, you know, because of the absentee ballots that they estimate they may or may not have. It's, it, it, this isn't the way it's been done in the past. Particularly, you find out if these are low propensity voters or sporadic voters, right? And you seem like, from what they had yesterday, they didn't totally cannibalize their game day vote. So, what you're asking us to believe, what they're asking us to believe, is they got low propensity, right? These are not qu- fourth quartile votes. Dude, I want to know if they're alive. 
No, I mean, in this thing, there I, are. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead, Richard. That's true. I was just going to say that there are a lot just in uh, Pennsylvania, the state alone. There's there's quite a bit. But every state where there are issues with the voter rolls, that those issues are disproportionately in urban centers. So in the county of, of Philadelphia, there's quite a few out there that are change of address flags. And by the way, nobody, as far as I know, what about how many naked ballots were counted? We don't know because they were counted at 4 a.m. Um, there was there was a ruling on that. Was anybody looking? Was anybody there? You know, no. It's shocking, it's shocking to me that the, this, they had so few killed. They were supposed to have a hundred thousand thrown out for naked ballots. We haven't heard of any. Right. This is another nothing. election election administration. Okay. So before we leave Pennsylvania, by five o'clock today, when Joe Biden steps up to the microphone, where do you think Pennsylvania is going to be? And don't you know? Don't I know you're not a partisan. You do this straightforward. Just tell, give it to our audience with the bark on. Where do you think, in your best estimate, yeah, think, we're going to yeah. be? I think they're going to try to uh, get this within that 250. And then if Phil- Philadelphia uh, doesn't have it, that's why they're giving themselves their that, that padded couple of days. Uh, I still do see how Trump can pull this off in around the thirty to 50,000 vote range. But, I mean, that's that's crazy. Hillary Clinton, just so everyone understands what I'm saying, Hillary Clinton got 584,000 votes out of Philadelphia before the polls closed. They were reporting in the 600s total, total. All right. So it really is. It's something else. It's something else. Okay. um, I want to now go to the second path. You got to win two of the four. You're saying Pennsylvania grim. But since you had a big lead, let's assume we hold that, okay? Let's go to the next one, Arizona. And this is one you've argued about this from uh, from last night. Yeah. Jason Miller's argued about it. I know I understand that Governor Ducey, the data guys out there, are saying it's not right. However, you've got the known world that does this for a living against you. AP's called it. Fox has called it. I think most of the networks have called it, I believe, have followed AP, the Associated Press. Walk us through Arizona. Why is that a viable option? right now as a as a uh, right. path to victory so in arizona what the trump campaign needed to do was win 61 60 plus percent of the outstanding vote that was election day vote there's still a ton in maricopa hundreds of uh of, i think buck 80 roughly 200 it's a lot of vote out there and as i anticipated uh, biden started with about an eight point lead that's down to six now even though they only counted the first little chunk so, yeah, there it is right there, as you can see. So he does need to fight Maricopa to a draw. He needs Pima County uh, to tick up a little bit to 40%. It's almost in, but he, he basically more or less hit that. Most of the vote, of course, Maricopa, more than 6 and 10. He's got to outperform there. He has shown – this is why that call was so, so confusing. He ha- He's shown all night last night – the ability to win by those margins. And when the when that first little chunk in Maricopa came in before Fontes shut it down, get, he did win it. Guess what? He did. He exceeded that 61%. So if that was to continue, then he would eke it out. And I know the Trump campaign saying 30,000. We just did the numbers. It's closer to 10. It really is. I mean, they're saying um, they're going to have a 30, they're, they're saying they're going to have a 30,000 vote win. That's what they're putting out, right? That that is what the Trump campaign is saying. We did the numbers, and I know Arizona was calling me before a little bit ago. Uh, I think it's closer to ten. Okay, I, I want to stay here. That. I want to stay here for a second. 
How much of the total vote, what percentage, because I don't have my glass on, what percentage, and by the way, for our radio audience, Richard Barris puts up, that's why you go, go back and look at the show, uh, he puts up these amazing charts and gets down to the, almost the precinct level uh, in the voter roll, the voter file. Um, what percentage, total percentage of vote is now counted in Arizona as we speak? So the low end, and here we go again with this. I know it's crazy, but this is the election we're in. The low end estimate is a little under 85, and the high end estimate is 99. But we know what is in Mar Maricopa. We still know that there is a significant chunk in Maricopa. And um, so, with 50, my point in, is, with 15 percent, if it's Biden, the, if it's the best thing for Trump, if 15 percent is still outstanding. Trump has to get 80 yeah. percent of that. He has to get 80 percent of that outstanding. To close a six percent, you just do the math. To close a six percent gap, correct? Am I is my math off? Well, it, well, I was talking about in Maricopa. Really, he needs to keep. He took what came out of Maricopa a little over six out of ten. He did a little bit better in the because there are okay, outstanding not, I, redder okay, uh, areas. Yeah, I, that's what we're yeah. doing. Just give me the whole state and the whole state overall. Overall, overall, he, he's got sixty-one above. Okay, no. What is overall. the percent? What's the total percentage of vote? That has been counted in the entire state. Is it eighty five percent? It was eighty percent. We started the show. Eighty six is they're saying eighty six percent. Eighty six percent. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Okay, yeah. but let's assume that's correct for purposes of discussion. He's six percent okay. down. He's six percent down. Right. The fourteen percent to go. He's got to get eighty or eighty five percent. He's got to get eighty percent of the vote. I'm just doing the back of the envelope math. Is that close or am I am I too high? That's uh, a little. That's too high. It's it's above. 61 percent it's got to be much higher than 61 percent it's got to be a little bit more yeah but there's more vote out than than was expected in maricopa that's what it breaks down to I, it, but, and it, 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 okay it but richard be, that's not the question the question is very simple you got 14 percent to go you're down by six percent you've got to get uh, wherever the vote comes from i don't care my point is you've got to get 80 percent of that vote roughly to close the six percent gap when you only got 14 percent down is my math incorrect I may be it's high. A you're a little high. Okay, but so that's yeah. You're you're high. Is it, so it, is it, it possible? Is, it, don't get me wrong. It's a long. It's it's not you know easy. Should but we it not can be done? Would you not call? I mean, is it seventy five? It's it's seventy five percent. He hasn't done that all night. Are you telling me that these votes you think have got that kind of juice in it? Okay. Anyway, let's we're gonna take a short break. We're gonna come back. I want to drill down on this and see if this is possible because Pennsylvania looks. Dicey, you got to hold Pennsylvania. Yeah, right? it's doable. It's yeah. doable. Arizona convinces when we come back that it's doable. Then we maybe get to Nevada. Maybe Nevada bumps to number two, right? Michigan, don't know about that. A day that will live in infamy. And remember, if you cut down all the laws of England, what happens when the devil turns back on you, Jack Maxine? We're in the war room. We'll be back in a moment. Review the numbers. War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We're here with Rich Barris of uh, Big Data Polling. Uh, Rich, so let's stay in Arizona. I, like I said, I'm a little bit winging this, but 86% of the votes in, uh, Biden's up by 6%. If we were, if Trump is up at 6%, we'd be high-fiving, right? So walk us through how in that 14%, what 
What what has to break for Trump to draw him within at least a recount and maybe a victory? Just just walk the because that's the number two pick they got. Now we're hearing out from Arizona. These guys are very adamant that those votes are there, but just mathematically, what has to happen to make the president competitive in this? And if we can put the Arizona yeah, so chart up, it'd be great. Yeah. So I, again, I, I maybe I should have stressed this before, but there is probably more than that out. So I know what the New York Times says. I get that. I'm I'm telling from what people in Arizona are saying and where that vote is coming from. Hold on, you're saying you're saying eighty six. Okay, but you're saying you're saying eighty six percent has not been counted. It's lower than that. It is lower than that, and we're being we're being told it's it's closer to which is would put Arizona closer to a regular election cycle. But if it's a little bit lower, we have it here. Our low end is about 84, 84.6. And uh, they're saying they're, there's a little bit more than people thought. And uh, it needs to go a little bit about two to one for uh, for Trump. If, but again, in the 14 or 15 percent, I, mean, I just want to make sure in the 15 percent of the vote that's not counted. If Trump does two to one, does two to one, he can he can he can uh, close on this, right? He, he can. He can. Their numbers are a little different than ours. They're saying that uh, they can get it by 30. Some are saying 20. I'm, it I'll take it to five. us. I'll take it would be a lot that. closer to 10. Fine. I'll take a 10. But you, do you think that's reasonable? Are you, uh, you know Arizona as well as anybody. You were doing a show in Arizona last night. You know all the guys at the state level that do all the, the modeling also. Uh, you were up two point. I think you were two, two and a half uh, going in. One of the ones you felt most yeah, confident about. What? Is this is this a rational thing to hang your to hang your presidency on? <laughs> well, I guess at this point you got to do what you got to do, Steve. But uh, you know, a win is a win. But it is a possibility. What what Fox and the AP are doing, they're they're justifying that call based on the the voter analysis. And the fact is, Trump has won the states. Last night we saw it across the map when the early vote was dumped first. The election day vote was enough, and his margin was enough to overtake it. He did it everywhere. He did it all over the map. He did it in Texas. He did it in Florida. He did it in North Carolina. He did it in Georgia, no matter what they say there. He did it in Ohio. It was enough. It, and even Iowa, which they had a significant lead, he, he, he has shown the ability to win that election day vote by that kind of percentage. And why I'm thinking, you know, I just rely on my own data collection more than others. In Maricopa, that final week of people who are voting— we know that this electorate is going to be more pro-Trump, females and all, than it has been, than we've seen in these results so far up on the screen. We know they're going to be. They told us they're going to be. Okay, let's go to Nevada. You've been one of the early proponents that Nevada is going to be a Trump win or be close to be. We would have this conversation on uh, Wednesday close. morning. Yeah. Close enough. Walk us through Nevada, where we stand right now. Why originally you said, hey, this is going to be a lot closer than people think. Where is it now and how does it get? What, what has to happen? To have President Trump uh, win here, magic formula in Nevada is, of course, you got to run up your rural vote. Washoe County, you have to basically battle to a draw. You cannot lose by five or more points. So he is right there with more than, or you know, roughly estimated more than ninety-five percent of the vote in. You have a lot of votes still out in Douglas. It's a it's a romp out there for uh, Donald Trump. He could net in another couple of thousand out of there. And Clark County is and here let me move up a little bit so everybody can see clark county is estimated to be about 84 to 99 percent in if a republican wants to win the state of nevada they have to take 45 46 percent of clark and he looks to be right there 
The reason I'm always skeptical on Nevada is they have you think Pennsylvania's rules are crazy. Uh, they can they they're going to go for even longer than Pennsylvania. How long would they go for? I think we're at two weeks. Two weeks accounting Clark County. Yeah, two weeks. Wow. Uh, where do we stand right now today? This afternoon, Biden's <laughs> going to try to claim this as a victory. Where do you think this is going to be right now? Is, is this five thousand votes that separate him? Is that where? And how much percentage is Nevada's got? How much percentage? A vo- total vote counted, and what's the separation? It's less than 1% with about 87% reported, estimated, 87%. And they're separated by about uh, what, about 8,000 votes, yeah. 8,400 votes. In the thir- it's close. In the thir- we obviously outperformed in Clark. The 13% that's remaining and where, it's, where it comes from from around the state – do you see this as a uh, do you see this as a as a potential opportunity or is this another one's going to slip away? I mean, it, it could because Clark is so close. It really depends what the remaining vote there is. This is why I've always been skeptical, because in the end, Democrats typically get that last little push in Clark. That's normally this would this vote share would be ballgame. It would be over. We got maybe 100,000 more votes over there. Tops. Uh, that they're showing it's not even that. So that was a low turnout. And then Douglas is where uh, two to one. That's a two to one margin in Douglas. Um, it's at 83 percent. He really needs to outperform in Clark and then max that out in Douglas. And there is some vote out in the rest of um, rural Nevada. It's just that really it really it wouldn't it wouldn't be enough to offset Clark if another big chunk comes in from Biden and uh, he nets it out and pushes Trump down like 43%, it wouldn't be enough. Trump would have to maintain. Yeah, I mean, with, 89, with 89% in Washoe County as well, going, going, you know, seemingly trending Biden, you know, that, that, that narrows that, doesn't it, Richard? Yeah. I want to go. It we, does. We only, and this has been the problem for Republicans. Yeah. We, we only have so much time left. Instead of doing Michigan, uh, we'll let people get to that by going to Rich's site today. I want to go back to Arizona. There's a bunch of uh, on the Twitter feed right now that senior uh, senior politicians, senior Republicans in Arizona are becoming adamant that Arizona yeah. is going to be a Trump victory. Arizona plus Pennsylvania makes President Trump uh, gives him reelection. Right. That's why in, in the in the in the path to victory yeah. here, Pennsylvania's first Arizona, go back to Arizona. I want you to walk us through which sounds a little unbelievable, but I want you to walk us through why people like you and people like senior Republicans in that state believe there's a path to victory in Arizona. Walk us through this math again. It really is all about Maricopa. There are other votes still out, but let me scroll this up so people can really see the difference. Here's Maricopa County. This is where the lion's share of the vote comes from in the state, about 6 in 10. It's probably going to be closer to 62 this time. And there's the biggest chunk remaining out in this county. What And, and uh, Chairman Ward feels the same way. Uh, the governor feels the same way. This is because in the final days of early voting, which is what is left now to be counted, Republicans were surging in Maricopa. Maricopa is about R plus 4, R plus 5, uh, and they believe, and the polling we did does indicate this, they believe that this will be more Republican than anybody expects. And in the votes that we just got a snapshot uh, before Fontes shut it down last night, Trump did hit that mark. He did. So if it if it did maintain, Trump would win, and they're saying 30 again, it really would be 10, 
I'll go to 20 if it if it stays his way. I don't know about 30. Um, but I don't again, care about I don't care about 20. I don't care about 30. I care about one or two yeah. to get set a recount. How do you close it? to get to 5,000 or 10,000 over. Tell me just what has to happen in Maricopa County. What percentage of the vote does Trump have to get coming in? What's outstanding? What percentage does he have to get to do this? Uh, you said two to one. Is it 67% or is it higher? Is it like 75 or 80%? No, it's really because we have third parties. Joe Jorgensen's pulling some, right? So there, there are some of the math they're doing because of the red vote that's out in the rest of the state. Some of the math suggests it's really 61%. In Maricopa, uh, which is because of other votes that are still outstanding, are redder votes. But that's not what Trump has to get. The 61 percent is what you're getting as a percentage. What, what of the remaining vote left? Maybe I'm asking the wrong way. What percent, Oh, you're talking about actually total. I'm just saying, what has Trump got to have at a Maricopa County that's outstanding? What percentage is he got to get two to, two to one? Is he got to get 67 percent? 70%, 75%, 80%, or 100%? What, 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 what percentage does he have to yeah. get? Where, where they're coming up with that 61 is because there are third parties in there. Uh, last night, I believe it was, it was 63. That would be enough. That would be it. You're telling me that if Donald Trump just gets 63% of the vote, that the, the math doesn't work out. Something's wrong. You're, you're telling me if he gets 63% of the vote of remaining in Maricopa County, he's going to win Arizona? Well, how 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 the, how, how possibly how possibly the Associated Press and Fox and others make the call last night that this thing was over? If we're down to the fact of because sixty six, they don't believe he's going to do it. They don't believe he's going to do it. It's that simple. They're looking at what came in, and they're looking at their voter analysis, and they don't think he's going to hit that. But once that chunk came in last night, uh, it, you noticed it closed. It was eight points last night, and then it shrunk to four. So uh, he he did he was closing it. They didn't believe he was going to do it. I, again, he's been doing it, so I don't understand why they would think, or at least not give him the benefit of the doubt to let it close some more. Let's see how it's going. It's clearly closing and closing quickly. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Hold off. See where it's going. They didn't do it. I think honestly, if you want my honest opinion, I think they used Arizona as the linchpin to stop counting in the Midwest, so they could pull their little. Uh, what they did. Wow. That's G my that's my honest opinion. Give me that again. I want our audience to hear that. We got about two minutes. Give, yeah. it, give it to me again. What do you think? I think Fox News, the so-called right-wing organization, conservative news outlet, used Arizona, the early call in Arizona, to cut off county. Once that happened, guys, go rewind the tape and you will see. When Fox News calls Arizona, Fontes stopped counting in Maricopa, and then the Midwest went to a deadlock. Nobody reported anything anymore. And then eventually we got those dumps, except for some rural red counties, which was stupid. That played right into it, by the way. Uh, but the rural red counties kept going in the Midwest. The big ones did not. And then it wasn't until 4 a.m. that we got the rest of their vote. That's how this went. That's how this played out. You know, I was really worried about losing Barris to Fox News here. He's been such a superstar. I guess, <laughs> we, out the I guess, we, I guess we scratched that. I guess, Barris, you're with us a little They'll longer. You're going to be with us a little longer. They'll never get me. Okay, hold it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rich, we only got a minute left. What should people look for today between now and Joe Biden's press conference at 5 o'clock? What should – I know they're going to go to your Twitter feed, but what should the our audience be looking for? 
they better keep an eye on that margin in Pennsylvania. It's going to shrink little by little by little. The dump we got out of Pennsylvania uh, was ridiculous. Philadelphia was ridiculous. They, they did release a little bit. Um, and here, I don't know if people can show it real quick. Probably not. But watch that margin. You got to see if he gets within that 250, 300,000 vote striking distance. Because that's when the lopsided dump out of Philadelphia will try to put Biden over. Okay, uh, Rich, uh, Rich Barris, how do people get to your website? How do they get to your Twitter feed? Yeah, they can follow these results on peoplespunditdaily.com, and they can follow me on Twitter at peoples underscore pundit. Rich Barris, uh, star turn. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll look forward to talking to you today, throughout the day, and then have you back on tomorrow. Thank you, sir. Fantastic. All right, all the best, Steve. Wow. Um, so what do you think? I think I just want to put a programming yeah. note in here as yeah. well. If we need to go live at any point in the day today, I want to make sure that people are subscribed to the YouTube channel and turn notifications on as well. Yeah, Priyat said we should do another hour. So we're going to just just keep look at the Twitter feed. We may go in for breaking news. We may come back at 5 o'clock today. Right. We're covering this nonstop from the war room. Priyat had a great idea to do another, another hour. Can't do it right now, but we were <clears throat> just want everybody. This is a day. This is one of the most important days in American history. You want to be part of this. This is your living American history. And you're going to have to put your shoulder to the wheel to make sure that the, uh, the good guys win. Because right now, it'll look a little bit like Fort Apache. We Nig can win this. Nigel Farage win. after the break. Yeah, Nigel Farage, the one and only. who called this up on national policy, called this. Short commercial break. We'll be back in the war room, Nigel Farage, in a moment. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Hey, we're going to win this thing. Don't think we're not, we're not down in the war room, but you got to get focused. We're gonna, we need the right lawyers in Pennsylvania. We need the right election officials, the GOP, the Trump campaign's got to get on the balls of their feet. we got to go in full, full, full attack mode. Okay, you got to hold Pennsylvania. We're hearing again from senior Republican officials and state officials in Arizona that that is winnable. I don't care about the 30,000 thing, 20,000. Just get us a win, okay, by having a count. But guys have got to be out there. I know those Arizona guys are all over it. Nevada. Nevada's tough but doable. The Nevada, Mike McDonald team out there, Laxalt, they're the best around. They're on it. So this thing's doable. This thing is winnable. But the next several hours, we're going to make a program note. we got National Pulse with Raheem Kassam at 3 o'clock. Um, and we're going to be back probably at 5 to do a live show on the on YouTube and wherever else. John Fredericks will talk to him about picking it up um, because we're going to have Biden's uh, press conference. We're going to anoint himself president-elect of the United States. And we're going to be here arguing why that's not true. So this is a big day. Let's turn this oh, from a day for a day of infamy to an inflection point of this movement. Yes, sir. I just want to make clear for the audience because there's a lot of pessimism out there. There is no pessimism in this room, but there is focus, right? Yeah. The, the last thing that we can do is yeah. lose morale. That's exactly what the other and, side and wants. Listen, we're also not here to happy talk you. I'm not here to make you feel better. You're not going to get a pat on the head. You're not going to get a hug, right? Take the binky out. Let's get on the balls of our feet. We're to fire it up here, but I want to go through and see what the math is. That's why I'm asking so many tough questions. Hey, somebody's got to convince me. I'm now convinced. Let's get on it. Everybody out there, let's get on Let's be pushing this content out all day. Okay, we what got are the three most important words right now. 
Action. Action, action. I like that. I heard that in the war room. Action, action, action. Talk about a guy in action. I want you to bring him in. This guy's one of my heroes, right? He's one of my heroes because I got to tell you, not only is he tough as boot leather, the odds against this brother have been so long. You think you got Pennsylvania, Arizona. You know, AP's called Arizona. We're digging for scrapping for votes out in Pima County in the middle of the desert. This guy's had his back to the wall so many times, and had, he's changed world history. The one, the only, Nigel Farage. Raheem, take it away. Nigel, it was August the 20th when you came on the National Pulse show, and you said on the day Trump will win the vote. My worry is the early mail-in voting. You said, I've seen postal voting, the British equivalent of this, abused in the United Kingdom to the advantage of the left. The worst scenario of all is on the morning of the 4th of November. Trump looks like the winner, and then over the course of the next few days, the mail-in votes are counted, and the results get reversed. Nigel, is that what we're seeing right now? Yeah, well, I wish I was wrong, Raheem. I wish I hadn't. I mean, I, I wish that prediction wasn't beginning to come true, and maybe it is beginning to come true. Um, look, we we had in the United Kingdom, we had an electoral system of huge integrity, and then along came a man called Tony Blair, a globalist, who decided uh, that we open up uh, to postal voting. What are the problems of postal voting? Well, the first was the proper verification, you know, of who should get a postal vote, and and you know, we've seen the lots of examples of postal votes going to household eight postal votes going to a household and four people live there postal votes still going to people that have died that's the first problem you have and then you have the even bigger problem which i don't think at the moment anybody in america has really latched on to but they need to um the trump campaign needs to get onto this very very quickly it is not just fraud but intimidation mm. And the way that intimidation works is really, really easy. You know, the postman delivers the envelope, delivers the postal vote, and 20 minutes later, you know, a nice official from the local trade union knocks on the door of the 84-year-old and says, I've come to collect your postal ballot. Uh, you also find within ethnic minorities, uh, minorities in which women do not have anything like the same status of men, uh, that all of their votes are gathered up. And I even saw in a northern town in England, a place called Oldham, which is a very, very high Muslim population, I actually witnessed a ballot box being opened, uh, the slips being emptied onto a table, and the result was 100% Labour vote. All right? <laughs> so from every perspective, as soon as I heard like uh, that America was yeah. going to go for this early mail-in voting, um, you know, I had some pretty bad, bad vibes about it, Raheem. Raheem, uh, uh, Nigel, uh, uh, can you give us your Twitter handle? we got to bounce, but we want to have you back on. I know you're traveling around. You've been a great asset sure. to the country. Uh, President at Nigel underscore Farage. And do you, have a, do you have a website? Is there other ways people can get access to you? Give us every piece of access people can get because you're, you're beloved here. I said the best place to go is to get, is get me on YouTube, and you can trace everything from there. Uh, Nigel, we want to have you back on. i got to tell you, I got so many compliments and so many positive statements from up in northeast Pennsylvania. I know you went out west, Arizona, but boy, up in northeast Pennsylvania, Scranton, that area, which you delivered, uh, was just amazing, and the people up there love you. Thank you, Steve, and everything crossed. Let's keep hopeful. Okay, Nigel Farage, Rob, Nigel Farage. Is he going to be back on? Is he going to National Pulse this afternoon? We're, we're, we're going to get him on tomorrow? We're, we're
We're going to let him recover from last night. Okay, okay. One day recovery. We got Midge. What do you got, Midge? I mean, it's it's unbelievable, though, to hear Nigel speak like this because the left's plan, this sort of like strategy of theirs, we saw this happen in California in 2018. And I think the Democrats saw that they made it work. With They, they flipped from, uh, blue, from red to blue, five congressional seats in Orange County with the late mail-in votes. Like they dumped them at the 11th hour and said, all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, they're all Democrat. It pushes us over the edge for a win. Uh, and I and I mean, I see this now happening across the country. So it's crazy that we knew that they were going to do this. And it's like we're seeing it play out. The in Transition time. Integrity Project is upon you. Yes. Today is going to be the day you fight for your country. Back, we're going to be back here at five o'clock. I got to tell you, watch Arizona right now. The Trump campaign, I think Bill Stepien put it out again. They're predicting our our brother from the war room, Jason Miller. A 40,000-vote win in Pennsylvania, a 30,000-vote win in Arizona. Donald J. Trump's reelected. It's all going to come today. It's coming to a head. Make sure you, you come back, get on our Twitter feed. Jack Maxey will be. We're finally off probation. Probably be back on uh, for copyright probation. Uh, I want to say we're going to leave Midge. By the way, we start work here at 10 o'clock next time. In Fox <laughs> City, Midge, guy, these San Francisco girls just kind of wandering and they want to, right? Just, uh, I got it. You're a star. You're a star. You're a diva. You get wandering. I was optimistic. On being here. I had yeah. to be yeah. here. We Leaving on an optimistic point, one of the things that our listeners can look at Nigel Farage, this guy is tough as nails. He's been in more firefight, political firefights than anybody on planet Earth. Guess what? Guy always has a smile on his face. He's always ready to get back he, in the ring. He was at 1% on Brexit and eventually won Smile it. on his face and a pint in his hand. Oh, Make sure yeah. you're subscribed to the YouTube channel because we're going to go live later. We're going to see you back here at 5. National yeah. Pulse at 3. Yeah. We'll be back here at 5, and we're going to stay until we figure this thing out. Don't make the 4th of November, the year of our Lord, 2020, the day that lived in infamy. Stand and deliver. <laughs>